In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you paying it forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Drugginet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Paying It Forward this week. I'd like to start my show off by saying I'm thrilled with all the emails I'm receiving regarding my show. My aim is to please you, the listener, and the feedback I'm receiving confirms that my show is accomplishing exactly what I set out to do, which is providing real business tips that can help you improve your business in ways that can help you save time and money and make you even more successful. So with that, if you know a successful business professional that you think would be a great guest on Paying It Forward, please feel free to email me at josephine at mymomknowsbest.com. So my Pay It Forward tip of the week is ask for help. And don't be shy. If you need help, ask for it. And You know, perhaps it was my upbringing. I was, as many of you know, one of 11 children growing up in a household, and my mom actually wore the pants, and she was determined to make myself and my three sisters independent. We have this solid foundation within ourselves that, God forbid, if the need should arise, we would be able to take care of ourselves. So we have this strong sense of independence, and... I've just learned that doing my business with Glovies and working so hard on it for five years, that sometimes it's not a bad thing to just ask for help. So with that, um, I am ready to introduce an exciting guest who has actually held his hand out to me, has pulled me under his wing, and has truly been there for me to help me with my Glovies the marketing and selling of my Glovies. So I'm so excited to introduce to you a good friend, Steve Couture, who is a vice president, marketing and retail salesperson. He has over 17 years of leadership experience. Um, he is an innovative strategist with a proven track record of developing and marketing effective business solutions to drive major revenue and profit growth in multiple vertical markets. So I don't say this often, but I do want to let my listeners know out there, Steve is big time. He knows his stuff. So if you don't have a chance to listen to the entire show today, please go to iTunes or go to toginet.com and make sure that you try to listen to the whole show today because he's going to be filled with information. 
So with that, um, I'd like to introduce Steve from Union Springs Pharmaceuticals. And good morning, Steve. How are hey, you today? I'm doing great. You're too kind. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are so kind to pay your knowledge forward and to spend a full hour with us today. And I thank you and a special thanks to Roger out there also. Oh, great, great. Yep, Roger's a good man. He started our company. Yeah, I mean, it's incredible, and I was supposed to give a few shout-outs this morning, so let me just get back to that because I, I have a few people um, listening, and I just wanted to mention them. So as far as asking for help, I'm sorry to backtrack for a second, but I just wanted to say thank you so much um, to the guys over at M MMR Magazine, Mass Market Retail. That's David Pinto and um his assistant there, Kathy, they've all been a big help. Do you remember them from the show? Oh, absolutely. Steve? Absolutely. Yeah. They're great He's, for they're great when you want to get your name out to uh possible retail buyers uh to get your products uh known out there. Yeah, and they also have held their hand out for me and have been a big help. So I wanted to say thank you to them. And then I'm gonna let you talk all about Roger. Roger, you know, is the inventor of you know, a lot of your products there. So, yep. okay. With that, it's all yours, Steve. Tell us a little bit about your background. How did you gain all this incredible experience? <laughs> Sounds good. Well, <laughs> when, I, when I first started uh, my career, uh, started as, really as an engineer and started at uh, Johnson & Johnson. I started there um, working in their operations and, and quality and so forth and spent about 13 years there and did some marketing and sales and operations and so forth. And, you know, back in 2000, we had the big dot-com um, situation, and I wanted to get into technologies and so forth. So I jumped ship after 13 years and uh, went to a company called Reynolds & Reynolds and uh, did marketing there and then um, went to a company called Standard Register where did a lot of technology uh, type marketing for finance and, and banks and um, places like that. And I uh, worked there for about four years and was asked to, to join a company called Standard Publishing, which is a uh, pu big publisher of books, uh, toys and games, and uh, became their vice president of uh, sales and marketing, worked there a couple years, and then I wanted to get back into pharmaceuticals because, you know, there's a lot of growth in, in this area and so forth. And wanted to do something that I felt um, would, 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 would help mankind and so forth. So uh, Roger asked me to come by and, and lead his marketing and uh, retail sales efforts. So I've oh, been here for, I've been here, I would say about, about a year, year and a half. Oh, that's wonderful. So can you tell us a little bit more about Union Springs Pharmaceuticals and how that all got started? Yeah, um, actually, Roger is a big entrepreneur. He's owned um, several pharmaceutical companies, and uh, he wanted Roger, um, being very inventive and so forth, wanted to get into products that help the public in regards to uh, protection against viruses, um, mold, bacteria, and so forth. And there was an interesting product that was being used in surgery um, for many years where they'd open you up, and you know, and when they do surgery on you, they would actually pour this the solution into your body cavity to kill germs and so forth. And that was really being done in, in Europe and so forth. But for people like who had diabetes and, and things like that, ulcers on their legs, they were using this, this product for that. And the more they studied it, it um, they found that you could actually use this product on your face to kill many, many um, 
pathogens, um, over 60 pathogens, and we're talking some of the ugly ones like MRSA, staph, uh-huh. E. coli, hepatitis, the AIDS virus, and so forth. Wow. So one of, one of the disadvantages of that product was um, it didn't have a strong stability in, in regards to life when you opened it up and um, it was exposed to air. So back in 2006, Roger formed Union Springs Pharmaceutical and worked with an inventor by the name of uh, Gilbert Gonzalez. He's a doctor to create a patented pen, which um, was a really an applicator pocket pen that could hold this this liquid and it wouldn't expire, you know, very quickly. It actually the life of the product would last about two years. And the reason why that was important is one of the, the needs that they saw out in the market was when police fire an EMS, when they're dealing with patients or, you know, people that are in auto accidents, or let's say if you're in corrections, uh, prisons, and you get spit at, there's a lot of exposures out there to um, harmful pathogens. Mm-hmm. And, you, and, you, and there's three mucous membranes um, on, on your face, and that's your eyes, nose, and mouth. And whenever you're exposed to a harmful pathogens in those three areas, you have a high risk of you know contacting any any ugly um, disease from from that exposure. And when you're out there out in the field, you don't have um, sinks and showers to, to mm-hmm. disinfect yourself. So they created this product and they launched it back in uh, 2008. Um, they called it MyCleanse. And they focused on that, the, again, the police, fire, EMS, and prisons, and, and really started um, pushing that product out there. And, and real quickly, within two years, they were able to sell it to over 3,000 departments in the U.S. Oh, wow. And, That's great. I, yeah. I'll tell you, Steve, I think I need to order lots of them for my brother, who's a New York City police officer. And you're so right. If they have somebody resisting arrest, anything can happen. And what if they have any kind of disease and their saliva or something gets on somebody like my brother, he could just spray that solution right on it and at least he'd be a little protected, correct? Absolutely, absolutely. Because what it does, it washes it off as well as disinfects um, the, 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 um, the path- pathogens, actually reduces um, the amount of pathogens that are you know, being exposed in your mouth or eyes and so forth. And what's nice about it is it doesn't burn or sting. So and uh, so when you think of, so we're, we're getting all the success. We're selling it to a lot of police, fire, and EMS, and we're gaining their trust. And that's when Roger actually asked me to come on board from uh, Standard Publishing. He said, "Hey, you know, we see a lot of opportunities not only to grow this product, but we've got a lot of other uh, products in the pipeline that we'd like to uh, um, to build out, as well as you know." Sh- uh, uh, sell to the retail markets or to consumers. Mm-hmm. And that was really brought on by the LH1N1 back last year when, you know, there was a big scare around when, when you're around people coughing or sneezing and if they had H1N1 and let's say you're by someone that sneezed on you and, you know, they, it went into your face, there's really no way to protect yourself unless you went to a sink and washed, washed your, your, your face and your eyes, nose, and mouth. And that's why a lot of hand sanitizers are being used today so that you don't transmit the germs to your eyes, nose, or mouth if you, you know, you scratch your lip or rub your eyes and so forth. Sure. So that, and that's why you asked me to come on board and, 
<laughs> it's been a whirlwind in the past year. <laughs> I think that's amazing. I can't wait to all to talk a, a little bit more about your marketing and sales strategy. Sure. And I also just wanted to mention, you know, Steve, my kids are still young, and, and I still have one who's in preschool. And yep. getting back to the eye, nose, and mouth, it's so important, like you said, to to inform your kids, to educate your kids, to teach them at a young age. We call it the triangle. If you take your thumb and your index fingers on in both hands, you can form a triangle. And what we would do is I would always put that triangle like right near your nose. And I try to explain, explain to my kids in a simple term that try not to touch your eye, nose, and mouth. And if my kids were in public, I didn't want to embarrass them. I'd say triangle, and they knew to stop touching their eye, nose, and mouth. So that's just my little tip. And um, that was the first segment already, Steve. And I can't wait to talk more about your strategies when we come back. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Critical thinking in the real world. What does it take to get ahead and stay ahead of the curve in this ever-changing world around us? Critical thinking in the real world with Janet Hens. Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central on Toginet. Starting November 4th, Janet Hens is a college instructor, speaker, writer, wife, and mother of three young children. She also has her Master's of Arts in writing from Johns Hopkins University. Janet began her career working for a congressman on Capitol Hill, then moved over to lobbying when he retired. It was through these jobs that she learned about the power of grassroots initiatives, media relations, and public speaking. And then she honed these skills when she became a college instructor. Today, she artfully balances work with full-time motherhood. In the show, Critical Thinking in the Real World, Janet will discuss hot topics and the critical thinking necessary to assess them. Her passion for education impacts her daily life, and she'll share that in every show. Critical Thinking in the Real World with Janet Hens, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central, starting November 4th on toginet.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. I love it. Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen know it. Join these soul sisters Tuesday afternoons at 2, 1 Central, part of the Her Inside Network on toginet.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. Showcases two sides. One, to help entrepreneurs showcase their products and tell their story of their happily ever after. And two, to interview people who have realized their own fairy tale and doing something to benefit others. This show is here to help folks who have an idea and want to get it off the ground, as well as to inspire inspire people to make the world a better place by doing something extraordinary or out of the box to help others. Both of these entrepreneurs have their own businesses and websites. With more information on their passions and successes, first for Debbie, FairytaleWishesInc.com. And for Deanna, TheNextBigZing.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. With the Soul Sisters, Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen. Tuesday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central. Part of the Her Insight Network on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Okay, here we go. We're back with Steve Couture from Union Springs Pharmaceuticals. So, Steve, before we get back into talking about other products that you're working on, 
Um, I need you to do me a little favor. I had trouble uploading your photo, and I would like the listeners to have a great visual of who you think you look like. How's that? <laughs> I, I apologize. My listeners, they can't go to the TogiNet um, website and see your handsome face. Oh, you're, uh, if, you, if they want to <laughs> see my handsome face, they could go to our website under... Um, you can go to mygermspray.com okay. and go under, um, I think it says company or about company here. And uh, let me, I'm doing this as I'm talking to you here. And then it says something concerning uh, company leadership or something. Yep, it's called the company under mygermspray.com. And if you click under that and you go to management team, um, you'll, well, you know what? My picture's not there. Um <laughs> You know what? They could go to mylinkedin.com, <laughs> which is uh, Steve Couture at linkedin.com. Um, my, my image is up, up on there, as well as my background and so forth. Yeah, that's perfect. So I'm glad you gave that connection because in case anybody has any questions for you, that's a great way to reach you. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So great. So, Steve, I have to tell you, I have a six-year-old son, and my kids actually go to a beach camp. Yep. So... He is swimming in the in the beach, and what does he do? He steps on a crab, and he scratches his the bottom of his foot. Yep. So he's like my little drama queen. This is my Garrett, and yeah. he comes out of the water, all dramatic, and he says to his counselor, "I need my hand sanitizer. <laughs> I need my cleans hand sanitizer." My mom said, "If I ever get a cut." This is what I need to use. So the council walks all the way back to his cubby, gets his hand sanitizer, the MyCleanse. He puts it on, and I, I'll tell you, Steve, my child is obsessed. He will not go anywhere without that. Well, that's great. I mean, we've had stories where, um, you know, somebody had chicken pox on their arms and on our body, oh, no. and he sprayed one arm with it, MyCleanse, oh, no. and left the other one alone. And after several months, you could see the scars on the one that wasn't treated. Now, you know, we can't put those kind of claims on our packaging, but we hear a lot of stories like oh, that. Great. It's really yeah. neat, so it does our heart good. Yeah, we have a hand sanitizer. Actually, we've got an, an interesting one. I think, as you know, there's a, most of the hand sanitizers out there, I'm going to guess about 90%, are alcohol-based. And if, you, if you're a frequent user, I mean, they're constantly drying out your hands. And one of the things that, we, that there's been a lot of write-ups about is when you, as your hands dry, they start to crack, and there's microscopic microscopic uh, cracks in your skin, which further exposes you to more um, germs that enter your body and so forth. So there's a, we, we come up with a uh, non-alcohol-based hand sanitizer, and it's a first-aid antiseptic. And what's nice about it is um, alcohol only works as long as the alcohol is on your hand. So as soon as it dries, which, which is within seconds, it stops working. Where um, our um, hand sanitizer, it's called Extend-A-Cleanse, uh, meaning that it, it's extended the duration of the, the killing action, um, will go, continue up to four hours. And it has moisturizers in it and so forth. So it's non-flammable, so, you know, kids could bring it to school. Um, it continues killing after you apply it to your hands. And you don't have to reapply unless you wash your hands. So, you know, if you could shake people's hands, touch doorknobs, not worry about reapplying any hand sanitizers for at least four hours. So we've got that product um, we have a very special, um, it's like a surgical mask. We call it a respirator because it's, um, it's NIOSH approved. 
um, to be used by a lot of professionals and so forth, but it has an antimicrobial layer that's sprayed on the mask that kills viruses that a lot of masks don't kill. And these are for people that are dealing with, you know, in surgery or with um, mold removal or, you know, around sick people in hospitals and so forth. And we've got a couple new products that are coming out, which is phenomenal. And basically, when you talk about Clorox and Lysols and things like that, they do a great job of killing surfaces uh, or uh, pathogens on surfaces when you use them. But none of those products really continue killing bacteria and viruses um, on an ongoing basis unless you keep using it. Well, we've got um, some products that we're looking to license here to that can, when you apply it to a surface, and that could be a hard surface or a, a fabric, it continues killing viruses and molds um, and bacteria for up to 90 days. Um, you could spray it on clothes, uh, socks, shoes, bedding. It's incredible. So those are, wow. those, those are the kind of protection products we're looking at that are very innovative that nobody else has that has a lot of different applications. Oh, I just love it, especially in those preschools, because, you know, one child gets sick in that class, and everybody gets it. So yeah. it seems like, gosh, imagine all the money that would be saved by using a product like yours. Like, instead of the children getting sick, the parents who have to take off of work, if they're working parents, the babysitters involved, the doctor's visits, all the paperwork involved. So it's it's amazing what your products can really do for the economy out there. Yep, yep. I agree. So, it, it helps people. It just keeps families healthy and, and, you know, at work, home, and play, basically. And that's what we're trying yeah. to do. And, you know, and as you know, medical costs are going up these days. Mm-hmm. What we're trying to do is create products that um, are more proactive so they prevent you from getting sick. And um, which, you know, great. long-term reduces your, your health bills. Yeah, this is great, Steve, because that's why we're so close as far as the way we think with our products, because that is precisely how I feel about my Glovia's product. It's all about keeping the family safe from germs. And Okay, with that, let's move on to challenges. So Mm -hmm. I know that you have come across lots of challenges. Let's Mm -hmm. share some challenges with the listeners, because maybe they can learn from it. Oh, absolutely. Um, Right before the show, I thought of you know, what were my top five challenges that I experienced here within the last year? And, you know, and one of the things that just hit me is through my whole career at J&J and Standard Publishing and, and uh, Standard Register and those places, everything has challenges. Um, and, the whole, and, and, and to win, you got to always keep your eye on the ball. Um, there's so many distractions. These little things that pop up, hurdles. Um, don't focus on the hurdles or the distractions. Always continue thinking of what is the end game because there's going to be a lot of things thrown out, uh, thrown at you. They're going to try to get you to move off your path, but you just always keep on, you know, what's your end goal. One of my, um, of the, and I'll go through these quickly here and just stop me whenever you, you want. One of our top goals uh, or challenges when I first started was, I mean, the company spent a lot of money into getting into the professional market, and we needed to move quickly to get it into um, the retail market. And there's a lot of people out there who are entrepreneurs wanting to get their products into into the retail markets. And, you know, we talked about Roger Griggs. Uh, he's, he, he's our CEO, and he's, he's got a big heart, but he is demanding. 
And when I first came here, he's like, Steve, we got to get this into retail. We, we, we want to get it into retail by fourth quarter of last year. You know, he's one of these guys, no excuses, get it done. So uh, one of the ways that I did that was to meet retailers really effectively, and I know you're doing this with your product, is you go, there's certain conferences like a GMDC, um, these are acronyms, um, ECRMs and NACDS, but these are places or conferences where retailers come to the conference with the manufacturers and you actually meet with them and you are you pitch your product and you it's almost like speed dating you get 10 to 20 minutes to pitch your product and really the message that you're trying to relate to the retailer is why should you want to put this product into your store because all they all want to get money and so forth so that that was a challenge just to get it into retailers as quick as we could so that that was the first one the second one was, how do you build trust in the consumer market? You know, we were great in the professional market, but we, we needed to build trust in the consumer market because no matter how great our product was, if they didn't trust our product and they didn't know anything about it, they're not going to buy it. Nobody, you know, people like to, to know the story. And yeah. people like stories. Yeah, I think you're so right about that. And your product, once again, is similar to Glovey's in that I feel like we have a double whammy where we have to educate the consumer as to all of the benefits and why you really need to buy our product because our products don't exist out there. And then also to convince them to purchase it. So it's two separate things. Absolutely. And there's, you know, for a lot of company, a lot of your listeners out there, you know, there's a lot of inexpensive ways to do this, and we're going to talk about some of those in, our, in the accomplishments and so forth, but okay. social media is so darn powerful. But the key challenge is before you, you launch a product and before people buy it, if you go to a store, you're, you're going to have that propensity to buy a product if you heard about it through a commercial, through a blog, an article, a newspaper, and so forth. So there's, you want to do inexpensive type of marketing to get your product known, so that when it's in the stores, people buy it and, you know, and retailers reorder it. The third challenge was, okay, I'm a police fire EMS. I get blood on my face. I can see why spraying this MyCleanse on my face is, is important to me. But to have a consumer spray something in their face goes against natural human reaction. And that was one of our challenges was getting people to spray something in their face when they didn't see blood. They you know, somebody sneezed on them or coughed on them. They didn't see an H1N1 molecule on their face. You know, it wasn't visible. And especially for women who wear makeup, a lot of women are hesitant uh, to spray something on their face. And if somebody throws a ball at you, your first thing you're going to do is protect your face. You know, you're going to use your arms and your hands. So we had to overcome that natural tendency to, to spray something in their face. And um, and that, we'll talk about how we did that uh, that was like an uphill battle for us. And, you know, and, and when, in the fifth challenge, which I think a lot of people experience, is how do you keep growing revenue in a difficult environment and an economy that we have? And, you know, retail is just one avenue to grow it, as well as, you know, selling to police, fire, EMS, and hospitals. But one of the other things that we're looking at that you and I spoke about just a couple weeks ago is the direct sales model. And that's like Amway or... Um, um, the pampered chef and those kind of things. And when you look at a lot of the um, those direct sales uh, model sales models out there, you know they're selling you know the Tupperwares and and um, 
you know, Amway sells all kinds of stuff and, and so forth. What we're doing is trying to fill a niche. Why not create a, a, a catalog full of preventive protection products that have to do with germs? Oh, I love that. And, and, I, I think it's great, there. Steve. And um, we're going to get back to more of your direct selling when we come back. Thanks, Steve. Alrighty. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. It's time to capture the simple piece of the Amish in your own life. Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods-Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central, part of the Her Insight Network. Each week, Suzanne will have conversations with guests about living a life that incorporates principles of the Amish without going Amish. She'll cover the practical, simplicity, slowing down, reducing clutter, putting the brakes on materialism, the historical, how have the Amish survived for 400 years, how can we hold on to what we hold dear, and the spiritual, treasuring important values, honoring the past, and increasing peace of mind. You don't have to become Amish to make personal peace a reality. Amish wisdom will help all of us live a simpler life. For more information, go to SuzanneWoodsFisher.com. With Amish wisdom, Suzanne offers us a glimpse into a world of peace, serenity, and total commitment to family and God. This show just might change the way you live your life. It's Amish wisdom with Suzanne Woods Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central, part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet.com. Get a jump on what your preschool kids need to know with Let's Get Ready for Kindergarten from Stacy Cannonberg. A mom told me this is the book I've been looking for. This book gives me all the information I need about what my kids need to know. And a private school admissions director said this is exactly what we test on. Google it, get it, and get ahead. Let's Get Ready for Kindergarten. Applauded and approved by parents and educators. Let's Get Ready for Kindergarten is a state-approved teaching tool. On sale now, in stores, or online at cedarvalleypublishing.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Okay, welcome back, everyone. I'm going to jump right back to you, Steve, because we have so much to talk about Um Let's just wrap up what you were talking about, this incredible direct selling strategy that you came up with. Okay. You know, again, direct sales being like um, Pampered Chef and, and, and Amway and, and so forth, this is just another sales channel to, to grow your business. Um, we talked about retail and then what I call the professional channels or business to business. If you want to grow your business, you want to look at how your products are applicable to each channel, and then you target market each channel um, with the value propositions for those customers in that market. And um, you know, let's face it: women are better tend to be. I'm going to generalize here: tend to be better communicators than men. And you know, they're more social. <laughs> they like getting together. And, and and if a woman likes something, they'll tell 50 friends. And if they don't like something, they'll tell 50 friends. And right. but you know, if a man likes something, he might tell one or two, and that's it. Just interestingly, uh, yesterday I read an article about a couple women who both threw in $50 each to start up a jewelry company, a direct sales company, 20 years ago. And they just sold their business after 20 years to Amway, or not Amway, to um, Avon for $650 million. Incredible. So what we're wanting to do is to develop you know, a, a group, you know, thousands of independent business reps 
that would have, um, you know, products that would sell our products for the home. You know, we're looking at antibacterial clothing. You know, there's socks out there that have antibacterial um, uh, properties, but, you know, underwear, bras, um, sports gear, those kind of things. So, um, not, and, of course, kitchen products, stuff that you could put on the floor and baths, kitchens, automobiles. I mean, it's incredible um, how big you can uh, create a portfolio and then educate people out, you know, at home parties about, you know, when they're traveling, what to look out for, or whether some hot spots in their home for, you know, growth for bacteria and things like that. But um, definitely the direct sell market um, model is, is something you, you want to take a look at when growing your business. I love it. I'm so, so excited. It, we want to tell our listeners what's going to go on, Steve? Yeah, absolutely. Um, for, yeah, your glovies, is, you know, it's perfect. Um, it, it's a preventive, germ-protective product. And um, I, I talked uh, to Josephine just this week and said, hey, would you be open to allowing our direct sales force to sell your product as, you know, among our other products? And I think it's a perfect product. It has a, you know, I can see mothers wanting that. And the whole idea is to use our network. I'm trying to help Josephine build her business, and I call it seeding the market. So you need to get people out there to know about the product or they won't buy it. So if we could get those glovies into thousands of sellers' hands and they're talking about it and showing it to um, other people, then you get all these mothers talking about it, and before you know it, uh, you've got a huge opportunity, a new business, you know, and then you just start adding other products uh, to build your business. Well, I so am we're so excited. thrilled. I'm yeah. so thrilled, Steve, and that truly is an example of paying it forward, and you're paying it forward to me, Steve. <laughs> so, well, you know what? Uh, everybody, you know, in this world, when everybody likes to help others, um, and I, I've, I've reached out to so many people in, in my life to, to help out, and I'm doing it now. Um, for the direct sales model. You know, I'm looking for people who have that experience, and when you start letting people know about it, before you know it, those kind of people start coming your way, and um, it's nice. It feels good, you know? Uh, you're just really a great person, Steve, and oh, I know my you. listeners are sensing that just from this great, great interview. So, okay, with that, I would love to talk about your accomplishments, Steve. Like, sure. um, tell me... What has been the biggest accomplishment you feel so far? Well, you know, we talked about some of the challenges, and, and the first one was, you know, getting our product into many retail stores. So um, back in October, I started having uh, a lot of meetings with retailers at these retailer conferences and pitching our products, and something you experienced at NACDS, which I can't remember, it's a chain drug um, association where we got to meet with a lot of retailers. Well, one of our accomplishments, were that we were able to get into over 30 retailers in just six months, which wow. translates to over 12,000 stores. So, so talk about distribution. We got a ton of distribution of, of our products uh, real quickly. Um, it was just unbelievable. So and at, at one of the ECRMs, we actually won the top product out of about 130 products um, as selected by retailers. So wow. those kind of things help, and you promote that and so forth. So that was that was one of our main uh, accomplishments. Another one was, and you and I have talked about this, and I'm going to give everybody, all your listeners, a tip here. Right. The Mommy Blogger Network. 
Mm-hmm. We started providing free samples of our products to mommy bloggers. And we, there's some mommy bloggers out there. And these are moms that blog part-time and so forth. And some of these mommy bloggers have 10, 20, 30, 40,000 followers. So we, we went on, our, on the Internet and we, we used a company called um, our, um, Lady & Associates. And they helped us locate a bunch of mommy bloggers that had a huge following. We sent them samples. We sent them information about our product, and we said, hey, try it out. See what you think, and if you like it, please blog about it. Well, we had a ton of mommy bloggers blogging about our products, and, and that was a huge success because just by doing that, we had um, over a million views. Uh, there's, uh, one of the ways you want to uh, track how many people are hearing about your product is how many people are following a certain blogger. And when you take all the bloggers blogging about your product, and you multiply it by their followers and how many clicks they have. We had over a million, and we could we saw our our website hits go from fifty a week to like um, about a thousand a week just using blogs. And my tip for your viewers is if you go to my cleanse, you go to Google and type in my cleanse. That's M Y C L Y N S review. Okay, and then you you click on that on Google, you will see all these mommy blogs about my cleanse. If you've got a product and you want to have a, a mommy, you know, blog about your product, call them up. Just click on any one of these blogs that you see under My Cleanse Review. Um, those are mommy bloggers, and get your product into their hands, and they'll review it for free. You don't pay them or anything. And I can tell you, out of almost a hundred blogs, um, we, we haven't had one negative blog. Uh, it was fantastic. So uh, you know. We that's did a lot such of research. a great, that's such a great, great, great idea, Steve. And it is. it's amazing what the mom bloggers, like you said, this is exactly what we want. We want word of mouth. And, you know, it's such a good feeling when you actually, I get emails. I, I've also done something very similar where I send out my samples to the mom bloggers and then they'll send me a link to their review. And it's just such a good feeling, especially being a small business with a brand new concept like Lovey's to say, wow, finally, you know, there, there are people out there who believe in your product, which is a nice confirmation. Yep. And, and what's even more important, especially in marketing, is when you have a third party brag about your products. You know, mm-hmm. most companies are bragging about their products through commercials or advertising and so forth. But when you have somebody else outside the company that's not being paid, that loves your product and is telling everybody in the world that's following about it, it's, it's fantastic. Um, so that was, that was a big accomplishment for us. Um, we had over, again, just over a million views just in the mommy, bloggy, the mommy blogger networks. And in Cincinnati, the number one e-site in Cincinnati is a, I forgot the name of it, but it's a mommy blogger network. It's, oh, wow. it's incredible. So you, you get it in there, you get them talking about it, it's fantastic. I would say our third accomplishment was doing PR editorials and releases. When you have anything to say about your product, you, you, you get a big win. You know, you land Target or Walmart or you, you have a, a huge blog that 50,000 people saw. Do a little PR release on it. Um, we started doing PR um, back in October, and we were starting to get what we call pickups every month. And we were getting about 200 pickups and what that is, is uh, a pickup could be um, a TV news, a local TV news stations picking it up, radio news, newspapers, wow. other blogs, internet news. 
And that really drove a lot of people to our, to our, our website to know about what is it and where to buy it. Because on our website, it says it lists all the retailers that carry our product because we're trying to drive people to their stores. So anytime you could do, um, and there's PR Newswire, you could, you could sign up for that and, and communicate often your successes. And you'll be surprised of how many people across the U.S. and all the different media channels that will pick up on your product. And you could do a Google tag where whenever somebody talks about your product, a TV uh-huh. station or whatever, you get alerted to that through a Google alert. So great opportunity there. Uh, fourth accomplishment, blogging. Uh, blogging is a video blog. We created three video, short videos that were funny because out in the Internet, if you have funny videos, people love uh-huh. to share them with friends and so forth. We had one woman... And you could go to YouTube.com and type in My Cleanse. And we were giving away a $500 gift certificate randomly to any of her people who responded to the blog. We had over 1 million YouTube visits within several weeks. And it was the number one YouTube watched uh, video one day. <laughs> um, and, and our website visit, okay, remember when we did the blogging and, and the PR I mean, that went up to about 50 hits uh, a week to about 1,000 hits a week. Once we started doing the vlogging, the video blogs, we were getting up to 5,000 hits on our website per week. That was all, we, all it cost us was $500. Uh, uh, and not, not to the vlogger, the person that was blogging, um, but it to, the, um, to anybody that followed her. Um, and you would see on responses, you know, pick me, pick me, that kind of thing. And she would do a random drawing. But she created over over a million hits um, on her. And it, it was a young girl. I would say she was 19 years old. Her dad wow. was a doctor. And she just started talking about my cleanse and why it's cool and all that. Um, the fifth one accomplishment is, you'll hear this once in a while, called SEO or search engine optimization. When people go on and they Google let's say germ protection spray, You want we want our product to be first on the front page, you know, um, as well as your product. If somebody wants to do germ protection products, wouldn't it be great if I typed that into um, Google and Glovies is number one? Sounds well, good. We were able to, through our blogging efforts, and without getting too complicated here, uh, command eight out of the top ten positions on the first page of Google ahead of Lysol and Clorox. And the way search engines work is the more your web, you use tag names on your website um, and and all your blogs that people do, they use certain tags. And the more people talking about it on the internet, the more it it rises up in position basically. And that's the simple, simple way of saying it. But there's a search engine optimization is a pretty cheap way to get your products noticed um, um, on on an organic search, a non-paid search. Um, oh, there's that music again. Okay. <laughs> I got two more accomplishments oh when we get back. This is absolutely great. We're getting right. so much information. Thanks so much, Stephen. We'll be back yeah. shortly. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. Exploring the world from the kitchen counter 
It's Kitchen Chat with Margaret McSweeney. Fridays at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on Toginet.com, part of the Her Insight Network. Margaret is a busy mom, an accomplished writer, a former banker, and a woman with a heart for charity. Margaret believes the kitchen is more than just the heart of the home. It's the heart of the world, and food is a universal language. Join Margaret each Friday at her kitchen counter as she chats with authors, chefs, doctors, bankers, publishers, artists, and many other interesting people who will not only share what's going on in their lives and professions, but who also will share their favorite recipes. Now, being an adult orphan has touched and changed Margaret in ways beyond measure, yet she turned it into something positive with Pearl Girls. For more information on Margaret and her passion for cooking and charity, check out her website, margaretmcsweeney.com, and her blog, From Finance to Fiction, at blogspot.com. Come hungry for more than just food. It's food for the soul. Fridays, noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. It's Kitchen Chat with Margaret McSweeney. Celebrate Green is coming to Toginet, Wednesdays at noon Central Time, starting November 4th. The mother-daughter team of Lynn and Corey will have you going green and loving it at no time at all. As heard on Martha Stewart and Disney Radio and seen blogging for HGTV, Lynn Colwell and Corey Colwell-Lipsum are unapologetic evangelists for greening every aspect of life, especially holidays and celebrations. Based on their book, Celebrate Green, they're putting the meaning in the greening with their simple, fun, eco-friendly, affordable ideas. From their start with green Halloween to tips, tricks, ideas, and projects for every holiday, you'll love Celebrate Green. You can check them out online, too, at CelebrateGreen.net and GreenHalloween.org for more information, the newsletter, the blogs, places to shop, cool extras, and so much more. So get ready to Celebrate Green, the radio show with Lynn and Corey, Wednesdays at noon Central Time, starting November 4th on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Okay, welcome back, everyone. Um, I cut the music short. There's no time for small talk, Steve. We have accomplishments and business tips to talk about. Accomplishments, it's all yours. All right. You know, I was on my, I had two more I wanted to talk about. If you get into retail, I think one of the big accomplishments that we had that was successful was um, displays. Displays are very, very important. And a lot of your viewers or um, listeners, you know, know what a floor display is. Or uh, maybe some have heard of clip strips. Those are those little hooks that hang on on a shelf, and they've got, you know, um, a lot of products hanging from it. And think of, uh, you know, one of the products that are always on clip strips are rolls of film and so forth. Those are very important, as well as counter displays. Because what the reason why that's very important is getting your product into a retailer is only half the battle. The other half is getting people to buy it. Now, you have at your disposal all these customers that that retailer has, that has coming into their stores. So you want to attract them to your product and let them know, hey, this is a new product that let's pick on Target, that Target's carrying. And if you do a really good job at putting um, good imagery on your, on your display, where you know, everybody's heard it, picture says a thousand words, where your picture, just by looking at it, you know exactly what the product does and the value of the product. That's what you want to have um, on a header on your clip strip or on a counter display or for you know, a floor stand. Very, very important. And, and one of the things we measured was the, th- um, the pull-through of a store 
that had displays and one that didn't. And we were seeing five times more pull-through people buying our products when we're using displays versus those that don't. But I just want to just caution everybody. There are some retailers out there who don't like floor displays. They like that clean floor policy. So sometimes, you know, it's difficult to get in. But if you can, definitely use displays. And the last accomplishments, we, we ran commercials on 33 cable networks. We had two two TV commercials. We had radio spots, digital billboards around the U.S., bus wraps, indoor signage. We were doing direct mail, all to increase, increase awareness. Um, those are mass marketing tools that if you do have money and you do have that kind of support, that really helps get your name out there quickly. Something to think about. So, I mean, those are some of the uh, – just as an accomplishment, we've had over 100 million impressions just in that mass marketing where those are how many people that actually saw one of our ads either on TV, heard it on the radio, or saw a sign, those kind of things. So a great way to ramp up business if you have the funding for that. Okay. And did you have one final accomplishment, Steve? That that was it. I mean, we've got more, but I want to keep it to seven. Uh, So we had enough time to talk about lessons learned. Okay, that's perfect. So here we go. I'm ready for your business tip and all your lessons learned, Steve. Okay. okay. One of the things, you know, we, we hear about social media and so forth, and we talked about how great these bloggers are in promoting your products and getting the word out and so forth. And, you know, you, you, get, a, you get a movie star or somebody famous blogging about your product or wearing your product. We all know what the impact is. You know, if it's on Oprah oh, my God, you're an instant millionaire, those kind of things. And, you know, everybody's trying to get their products on OPA, trust me. I mean, we tried, and it's, it's incredible. But here's, here's a tip. Understanding why bloggers would want to take your product and talk about it. The bloggers are interested in having people listen to them and following them. So if I'm a blogger, what I care about is how many people are listening to me, how many people follow me. And that's their key goal. And the way they do that is by talking about cool products that nobody's heard about before, giving away cool products. So, you know, if a blogger wants to do a giveaway on some of our products, we'll give them some products for free. And then they'll run contests, and they'll give away products to their followers and so forth. So remember, there is something in it for the blogger, and you have to make it attractive for them to grow their network of followers and and offering either a gift certificate or free products, it, that's a definitely the way to do it. You never, ever pay a blogger. That's unethical to do. Um, you know, so just don't pay for blogging. Just, you know, rely on how good your product is and everything will turn out good. That's, and that that's- really does happen, Steve. I mean, with my product, I actually did have a mom blogger tell me that she'd be happy to blog about my product, but it would cost $45. Yeah. And 45 it's not the amount of money. That's not it. It goes against my principle, is that I want people genuinely believing in my product to talk about it. I don't want somebody, you know, tainted because they got paid and now they have to say something good. So that Absolutely. really does happen. I just wanted to let you know. Absolutely. And if, and if anybody out there who's listening to you... Um, has an ethical has an ethical issue. Always ask if it was printed in the newspaper the next day, or if it was on sixty minutes. Would you feel okay with it? And if the answer is no, then the answer is you know don't do whatever it's in front of you. So if in your case, if a newspaper said you know this, Josephine paid forty five dollars to get her products blogged about. 
you know, you wouldn't feel good about that. So you, you made the right decision, and um, yeah. that's always a, a good litmus test um, in regards to that. The second lesson learned is, you know, TV commercials, we tripled our sales um, using um, commercials, but they were darn expensive. Um, you know, we used radio and, um, and all these other things. I'd have to say for a lot of your people who are starting up, don't even think about worrying about commercials or doing advertising. You know, simple advertisement in Prevention Magazine is $100,000 for a full one-page ad for a month. Wow. Stay okay. away from stuff like that. The four best ways to, to market your products at a low cost for a lot of your entrepreneurial listeners are SEO, search engine optimization. So do a little research around that. And the whole idea, again, is to get your name in uh, when somebody does a search on Google that it pops up on the front page as, and hopefully on the first position, the non-paid position. And what I mean by that is, you know, there's a pink colored spot on, on um, Google that people pay for, um, they call it pay off, pay-per-click. You don't want to pay-per-click. Um, just find out how to get your, what tags are the right tags that people are searching on that's going to get your product on that front page. The second one is PR. Do PR. It's cheap. It brag about yourself, your company. Um, have people brag about it through blogging. Very cheap to do. And the fourth one is targeted conventions. Um, who, who would be more apt to buy your product? Um, understand that. Who has the biggest propensity to, in a demographic um, profile? You know, understand who your demographic or your, the target person is for your product and go to conventions and, and see the market that way. So that was my second um, lessons learned. The third one is limit how much you sell to retailers. Um, one of our lessons learned was with this whole H1N1, we had retailers buying tons of products. Well, H1N1 didn't pan out. And guess what happens if they overbuy a lot of product? They want to send it back. So you have the authority to say no. You know, somebody says, I want to buy 20000 You know, as an entrepreneur, you're thinking, oh, my gosh, this is great. I'm going to be rich. But you got to force yourself to, to, res- to be conservative and smooth feed the retailers so you don't overstock them because the last thing you want is to get all the product back because there's a lot of costs associated with that, you know, shipping one way and then back. There's something called reclamation cost to pull it from their shelves to send it to their distribution center. And a lot of times when you get this product back, it's all beat up and so forth. And all entrepreneurs think their products are the greatest, okay? So if you're an entrepreneur, you have to try even harder to, to, to limit how much you sell to retailers. The fourth one out of the five lessons learned are be careful about unscrupulous vendors and suppliers out there. There's a lot of people out there that promise you, promises the world. Um, and I get... I would say 20 calls a day from people wanting to sell me stuff for free, great deals, once-in-a-lifetime offers. Research, research, research. Do your homework. There's a lot of fraudulent people out there that are going to, they say, you know, they could make your business boom and they could get you on TV, certain types of um, advertorial segments on TVs that they know certain celebrities, they'll get it into their hands. Um, Stay away from those people. Only deal with companies that are reputable. I can't say enough about that. And the last one is, you and I talked about this, and this was going to be the the title of today's show was, Selling Starts When Your Prospect Says No. 
Ha, ha, ha. Oh, Steve, I think of that all the time. It goes in my head, and you taught me that. Yeah, never give up. Never, never give up. Understand why they're saying no. Is it price? Is, you know, I think everybody um, is always looking to reduce their risk. And, you know, when we were at NACDS, when we are trying to sell our hand sanitizers, all I heard was no. But once I dived in deeper on understanding why they were saying no, it was because they bought too much hand sanitizers last year because of H1N1. So understanding that, you know, I quickly turned around and said, hey, if we were to purchase some of your hand sanitizers and put ours on the shelf, so we're actually buying their hand sanitizers at what they pay for, and put ours on a shelf, that would allow our products to be exposed to all their customers. So don't take no for an answer. Understand why they don't want it, and try to be creative on overcoming that obstacle. And it really is about perseverance. Just don't give up. Yeah. You know what, Steve? As follow-up to the show, I had a huge retailer that was thinking about testing Glovies, and then she had sent back to me this email where she's like, well, are you sure you have a market for it? Like, I know the answer, but I want to hear what you say. What would a listener do in a case like that? So that's the start of the process where they said yes, now they said no. How do we turn that no into a yes? Um, specifically, I would have said, when, what do you mean if, if I have a market? What is your concern? And knowing retail, her concern is, boy, if I stock this in my, my store um, and if there is no market, I'm, I'm stuck with all these gloves. So I would suggest saying, okay, I would say definitely there's a market. Share with her um, the successes and, and what where Glovies has been um, discussed on, you know, Good Morning America and all that, and willing to do a free test um, where you were able to get the products into our stores in displays. Don't do any free tests without having a nice display and say, hey, I believe in my product. Let's try out some of your, you know, your top ten stores. And I'll show you that we have a market for it, and it's priced right and so forth. And what you've just done is took away her business risk because she will get fired or he will get fired if he, she brings in, she buys a million Glovies and they just sit on their shelves. She's going to wow. lose her job, right? So you need to find a way that's going to reduce her risk so she's not going to look bad in front of her boss, but also gives you an opportunity to um, see the market by putting it into a store. And oh my you, goodness, Where the music's coming back, Steve. No right. music, no music. We have too much to talk about. But yeah. Steve, I can't even tell you. I feel like we need to write a check to you to say, you know, all this business consulting for free. And I so, so appreciate you being a guest on Paying It Forward. And I'm going to ask you right now on air, Steve, will you come back to Paying It Forward and give us another interview? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I can't.